Based in our Bill of Rights is the freedom to hear uncensored ideas and opinions, to think your own thoughts, and to say what's on your mind. We couldn't have liberty without it. Now, more than ever, it's good to spout off, to listen, debate, and participate. Here's your host of Spouting Off, commentator, columnist, and all-around rabble-rouser, Karen Cataline. So glad to have you with us here on Spouting Off. Boy, what an embarrassment of riches. No, I take that back. It's an embarrassment. It is an ongoing, consistent embarrassment. And that is the current president, or what I like to call, who I like to call the presidential potted plant, um, going off to the Middle East, his first stop, Israel. Second stop, the West Bank. Third stop, Saudi Arabia. That's all happening this weekend. Started on Wednesday. And uh, he, uh, Joe Biden, wasted no time at all in embarrassing the United States of America, claiming (laughs) this is the guy that the hard left that controls the Democrat Party wants us to believe is in control and is the most qualified Uh, leader of the free world. Does anybody believe that? He got off the plane and the first thing he asked was, am I going with you? Now, that could be kind of a, you know, a, a naive thing. I mean, he does have handlers. But in context of the kinds of things that we have seen from this president, we can't even call him a gaffe machine. Uh, but let's talk about it as if he meant or said or thought the things he was reading off a teleprompter that he can't read very well at all. And that is Joe Biden this week pledged support for the state of Israel. He got on Israel's soil and he said, America stands. Well, there was another gaffe, something to do with honoring the Holocaust or or keeping the mem- the Holocaust alive. I don't know what he said. I don't think he said, uh, I don't think he knows what he said either. Uh, but the deeper question is, what sort of contempt do the people, the whomevers, who really are calling the shots, booster and otherwise, um, what sort of contempt do they really have to have for the United States of America and uh, for Israel to put a pretend dog and pony show like that uh, uh, on the the national stage. Uh, in order for us to believe this cartoon, we are supposed to believe that his party, the Democrat Party, the party that is owned and operated by the radical left in this country, some of them even committed Marxists, that they don't hate Israel or that they don't hate America. That's what we are supposed to believe. Uh, Look at the policies uh, that are being perpetrated on America against our will in order to whip us into shape as the next third world country. My question is, who are they kidding, really? Well, frankly, they're trying to kid everybody. My question is, how many people are going to buy that this president, this presidential potted plant, is dedicated to the security and safety of Israel? What they really need to do, this administration, is stay out of Israel's way. But as we know, um, uh, presidential uh, number 44 uh, made... Benjamin Netanyahu go through the back door when he visited the White House, and many, many Democrats refused to listen to Benjamin Netanyahu when he pleaded with them to stop Iran from getting nuclear weapons. This is the president that then is going to meet with Mahmoud Abbas, Mahmoud Abbas, and tell them how dedicated he is to the Palestinian cause. This is the man 
who later, uh, who sometime this weekend is going to Saudi Arabia, which the rad, the, the radical left hates in order to beg them for more oil. Well, he has consistently, and that party has consistently shut down America's ability to be energy independent. So he wants us energy dependent on our enemies. Saudi Arabia, you know, Donald Trump made enormous strides in uh, actual peace, the Abrahamic the, the Abrahamic Accords, forgive me for not saying that right, the Abraham Accords, uh, finding a way economically and through uh, shared self-interest, Donald Trump and his team were, in within less than four years, uh, were able to forge alliances for the safety and security of the region in general. Uh, I might also say that every president, Republican, and Democrat has been uh, uh, promising that we would be independent of foreign oil. And what happened? None of them accomplished it, but they always pledged it in their campaign promises. We're going to be independent of foreign oil. We're not going to be dependent anymore. Well, Donald Trump didn't make that campaign promise. He never said we're going to be uh, free of our dependence on foreign oil. It's become a cliche. But then he went out and he did it. How did he do it? He unleashed America's ingenuity and our free market economy. The exact opposite is happening. Our economy is in a straitjacket. Uh, if you didn't know better, you might think that the Democrat has it in for America. I don't know if you can, I'm being horribly facetious here. I don't know if there's any evidence of that. If you did have it in for America and for the state of Israel, which many in the Democrat party do, you would be doing everything that this president and whomever is uh, uh, directing his policies, because it ain't him. Uh, you would be doing everything he's doing. You would be printing money up the wazoo. You would be spending trillions and giving them to your, to your, uh, to your buddies as political payoff. We know the long agenda. And then you'd go to Saudi Arabia and beg them for more oil because you just shut down the Keystone pipeline. Those are just a few of the things that you would do. And you know what? You'd also install a president who does not know where he is half the time. And we are supposed to pretend that this is the guy calling the shots. Well, that's in line with all the other things we are being asked to believe. And if we dare to ask questions, if we dare to say, you know what? I ain't buying. Uh, we are censored. That's how you know something serious is going on. Because if you have to censor dissent, which is out of the Marxist playbook to censor dissent, you know that your policy can't stand up to scrutiny. My question is, this embarrassment, uh, will, will he mention, or did he mention he did not? His party's support, many of them, for BDS, their inability to even make a symbolic resolution against Ilhan Omar and her anti-Semitism, Cori Bush and her anti-Semitism. I tweeted something just this week that her uh, associate uh, that she is tight with has openly said that she wants to burn Jews alive. I don't know about you, but that is reminiscent of a time sometime in the 40s where Jews were born alive. Yes, never again means remember. Never again means recognize the early stages of tyranny and stand up against it. That's what never again means. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up here and let you know that I have a little project that I'm working on. You might get some op-eds or else or, or other things from me uh, on 
mental toughness. Are you tired of being afraid? What does it take to be mentally tough in tough times? Uh, please do me a favor, if you can, uh, write me at Karen at KarenCataline.com. And, and I'm compiling a list from listeners, from guests, from lots of people to tell me what is it that, you know, we do preventive medicine for our bodies, or at least we try. Let's do some for our minds, mental toughness. Well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we have some tremendous guests. We'll be back on Spouting Off right after this. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. They're not out to tell you the truth of what's happening. They're out to tell you the picture of the world that they represent. The mission of the Epoch Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact, and prevent people from being misled. The Epoch Times is independent. We're not controlled by any special interest, and we never will be. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would ensnare this country in ignorance and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. Subscribe today to our digital edition at theepochtimes.com and use the promo code RAM and join the Americans who are seeking truth and tradition. Read the difference in all your devices. We'd love to have you on board. Are you tired of the same old snacks? Looking for something a little healthier than that bag of chips or candy bar? Even your average bag of trail mix these days is little more than peanuts, raisins, and candy-coated chocolate. Not very healthy, is it? Allow me to introduce you to White Mountain Munchies. Made from 100% all-natural ingredients, White Mountain Munchies combines unique flavors with nutritional value that will tingle your taste buds and strengthen and sustain your overall health and wellness. Eating good never tasted so good. From Maggie's Maple Madness to Hannah's Heavenly Harvest, Grayson's Getaway Goodies, and our limited edition Christmas blend, Jacoby's Jolly Jumble, White Mountain Munchies offers nutritious and delicious snacks that the whole family is sure to love. Pick yours up now through our easy-to-use online store at whitemountainmunchies.com. White Mountain Munchies, non-GMO when you're on the go. Your daughter doesn't want to talk about why her room is a horrible mess. Your son doesn't want to talk about why he's wearing mismatching socks. Your spouse doesn't want to talk about their bad haircut. Families don't have to talk about everything, but they should talk to plan for an emergency. Pack basic supplies in a go bag, water, canned food, flashlights, batteries, medical supplies, IDs, and some cash. Talk about where you'll meet in case you lose one another. And of course, don't forget to pack the dog treats. Talk to your family and make an emergency plan. Go to nyc.gov slash readyny or call 311 to make your family's emergency plan. Brought to you by New York City Emergency Management and the Ad Council. The Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council present the story of Tom and Levi. Tom is the smartest man I know. He's been a professor at two major universities, been a teacher for over 40 years. One day, he told me that he was having um, problems in his classes. I think one of the students had asked the question and he didn't remember the answer. And I also noticed that he was letting his class out earlier than they were supposed to let out. And he was telling them that he was doing it as a favor to them. But I think in reality, he just wanted to get out of there. Um, I was really starting to worry because I saw something was wrong. Levi and I talked about how it would change our lives. But he was there beside me. And my love for him was just immense. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. Visit alz.org slash ourstories to learn more. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Karen Cataline got her parents to name her Karen before she was born. 
so she could grow up to be a punchline. Now here's more Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. Welcome back to everyone to spouting off here. And uh, we're so glad to have you with us. Someone we have with us on the line right now is somebody I just met on the telephone. And I was so impressed with him. Uh, I have been interested in what it is that makes mental toughness. You will hear some monologues and maybe even an op-ed from me coming up because I'm working on that. I'm talking to people about it because I think never has it been more important to remain mentally tough. Well, this next gentleman is uh, a tremendous example of that. He not only is uh, a proud uh, veteran Uh, He calls himself, oddly enough, a proud American Negro. He served in the military and approximately 15 years in law enforcement. And as an investigator, also spent 20 years in business. He is the founder of Task Force Freedom, a nonprofit advocacy group. Their mission is to fight the teaching of critical race theory S-E-L, and the sexual grooming of children in government schools. And he has built this organization. He's passionate about it. And I'm just delighted to have him. His name is Kane. He goes by the name Kane. Kane, welcome to Spouting Off. Thank you, Karen. Thank you for that amazing introduction, actually. Well, let's just start with um, the group. Task Force Freedom, why did you decide to create such a group, and what what exactly do you do? Okay, so first of all, let me say this. Uh, Task Force Freedom, you can reach us at Task Force Freedom at AOL. Yeah, I'm older guy, so I use AOL, but it's Task Force Freedom at AOL. And my second comment is take your children out of these public, these government schools. Um, The reason why we formed Task Force Freedom, we discovered that the sexual grooming is taking place every day from K through 12. It's also occurring in colleges, but we're talking about K through 12, as well as they are teaching children to view everything through the prism of race, everything from math to English to history. In fact, I'm not saying to remove history. We should teach everything about what happened in this great nation of ours. And there's some negative things that occurred, but I tend to reflect on the greatness of this country, the greatness. Um, The critical race theory wants to teach that white people are evil and oppressors and black and brown people are victims and they're not very smart. And that's mostly because of white people. And it's disgraceful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, what we've done is we put together a group where we can um, start challenging these school boards. Now, so we work out of um, Larimer County and Weld County here in Colorado. Uh-huh. And we, we do peaceful protests. We have coordinators that can help parents um, do homeschooling, show them how to set up homeschool co-ops and micro schools. Um, We have investigative units that look at um, books that are provided to students at, in our public libraries, as well as in the school libraries. And what parents don't really understand is when you send your child, and, and you can think of it this way, you get your kid ready for school and they're happy and they're loving kids and you load them in the car or maybe they get on a bus and you're taking them to an Olympic sized swimming pool. And in that swimming pool, it's full of sharks, full of sharks, full of things that want to harm them mentally and physically. And then you have the lifeguards that surround that, that's supposed to protect the children in that pool. And they do not. Now, you might say, well, Kane, that sounds pretty hard and harsh on teachers. If you as a teacher are teaching a child that because this child is white, that Uh they have golden bones and that they have white privilege. Number one, you're a racist, and you're a bigot. 
and your prejudice, and it's the and it's the um, defamatory because you know nothing about that white child. This happens daily. It happens daily in our schools, not just in Colorado, but throughout the country. You have teachers that are telling kids this. You have administrators that are telling uh, black and brown kids that you know what, because you got a, a D. Uh, on this grade, on this test, uh, we're going we're gonna to make it okay. So you don't have to make it up. You don't have to do any extra work, you know, because you're black and brown and your people were slaves 400 years ago. Um, to me, that's discrimination. To me, you're, yes. you're saying because a person's skin, because of their skin color, they're going to have a tough time. What you should be doing is raising the standards so that young people can achieve and not become indoctrinated by this crap coming out of the government schools. I know, parents, you don't want to believe it. I know you don't want to believe that our government would set up a system that, where they would indoctrinate your kids to hate themselves and to yes. hate others. But that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. Right. And I just love your passion, Kane. You are an example of the kind of mental toughness that I'm talking about. And because you graciously agreed to stay with us to the next segment, we're going to talk about that a little bit. I know that one of the things that motivates you and that you are working on right now has to do with the, the atrocity is all I can call it of actually intentionally corrupting children sexually, putting pornography on school shelves, claiming that kids can decide to have sex change operations at seven. All of that we're watching and more, and it's out there for everyone to see. What are you and your organization doing about it, and what do you hope to accomplish? So one of the main main things that we do right now is we, we do um, monthly seminars. We're going to the other counties in Colorado and basically, we're trying to inform the public, this is what's happening. Your son is going to school, and he's getting to school, and he's changing his identity. He's getting to school. He's allowed to put on the dress, change his name, and he's being told, you don't have to tell your parents. You don't have to tell your parents, Johnny, that when you come to school, you're Janet. These people, this is sick. This is sick yeah. and demonic. These people belong in prison. Mm-hmm. what they're doing to children. And I say to teachers, uh, we also have a uh, part of our organization, we have an association that supports teachers that says, hey, you don't have to teach this. And frankly, the teachers can stop this today. They can simply say, we're no longer teaching this. We're, not, we're no longer going to tell Johnny that his name is now Janet. We're no longer right. going to accept this, the idea that they're not boys and girls and there's 400 different identities. Yeah. They're, they're sick. There's boys, there's girls, there's men and women. Um, Um, You also said, let me just say, we have only about a minute and a half, two minutes uh, here before our break. You are encouraging parents to just simply take their kids out of government schools, aren't you? Uh, And and some people think that's radical, but tell us in a real quick way why you think uh, that ought to happen. These school systems, they're, they're not making mistakes and they're not broken. This is a Marxist system that they're pushing onto your kids. They want to change our country completely, and they're starting with your kids. It can't be fixed. It is corrupt. If you don't believe me, take a minute each day and ask your kid what you learned today. Ask your kid if someone said, uh, made you confused about your own sexual identity. Ask your kid. Did they, did they make you feel bad, angry, or sad about the color of your skin or the color of your friend's skin? Ask mm-hmm. them that every day. And then know this. If you don't correct it today, if you don't sacrifice and maybe suffer a little bit today, five, 10 years, 20 years down the road, you will not have enough money to fix, to repair the mental damage caused by these government schools to your kids. Take them out. It can't be fixed. It's done on purpose. Well, and uh, that's a lot. That's hard for a lot of people. But uh, I think people found out during the pandemic that um, 
what that what you're talking about was in fact correct. Um, that people parents saw what their kids were being taught and they were horrified. It was one of the uh, sad benefits is that people finally got awakened, not woke, but awakened. So yes, ma'am. Uh, we. I, I, I think- Go ahead. I know that it's it's difficult. I know that's a tough choice because financially, parents may not be able to do these things. Um, however, what sacrifice would you make to protect your child? Yeah, we're going to leave it there. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Spouting Off here on the KRN Radio Network. We're talking to Kane. He's a mover and a shaker. We'll be right back after this. Hello, I'm Mike Bendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. Every MyPillow is made with passion here in my home state of Minnesota to ensure you get the best sleep of your life. One of the things that I really like about MyPillow is the support. It gives my neck a little hug. I've never slept better in my life. What's better than a great night's sleep? Call or go online to take advantage of my best offer ever. For a limited time, when you use your promo code, you can get premium MyPillows regularly $69.98, now only $29.98. With our 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. Sleep well, America! Call 1-800-867-0416 and use the promo code RAM, R-A-M. That's 1-800-867-0416 and use the promo code RAM. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Hi, it's Karen Cataline. It's been almost a decade since I wrote Fat Lash Food Police in the Fear of Thin. It's about my early experiences in child beauty pageants and being put on extreme diets. Remember when that was shocking? Sadly, that seems like child's play compared to what we are watching today when politicians and woke corporations are actually advocating for the sexualization of children. Everyone's children. We're watching a frontal attack on childhood innocence. This is one story, my story. Fat Lash illustrates and explains why good boundaries are essential for kids to grow up healthy. They need their parents to set them, not the government. Get Fat Lash today. It's available in paperback or ebook at Amazon or at my website, KarenCataline.com. Wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh Uh-oh. Or that time you forgot to roll up your windows in the car wash. Fantastic. Yeah, a remote control would have come in handy then. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome. But pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes like managing your weight, getting active, stopping smoking, and eating healthier, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. It's easy to learn your risk. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Life doesn't come with a remote control. So you're on your own with the wasps. You have the power to take control of pre-diabetes. Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Put a frog in a pot of boiling water and it'll jump right out. But put a frog in a pot of cool water and slowly heat it up, that frog will boil. As a metaphor for us and all that we go through as veterans, it's a story that rings true. We learn to endure the heat in silence. We apply what we learn to life, the bills, the job, the family, things we're expected to handle with ease. When life heats up around us, we just try to stay afloat. We let the water boil. Reaching out isn't easy, but you've never been interested in easy. You join because you are not afraid of hard work. You are not a frog. If you or a veteran you know needs support, Don't wait until the water boils. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov slash reach. That's va.gov slash reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. 
Karen Cataline puts the Judeo in Judeo-Christian. Now back to Spouting Off. Welcome back, everyone. We're talking to Kane, who is a founder of a really fascinating organization called Task Force Freedom. Um, and before we get to, we'll just have to have you back because you are um, such a good example of the kind of thing that I'm, I've got this pest pet project on mental toughness. And you're an example of that because you haven't allowed your concern for the country to put you in a catatonic state. Thank you once again for joining us here. Um, Kane, we're so glad uh, that you stayed with us. Uh, tell everybody how they can find you. And also, let's, let's talk first about the bluest eye. What is that and why do people need to know about it? And can they write you and learn more about this, this book that has found its way on public school shelves that you are going to expose uh, in yes. Colorado? Yes, ma'am. And so The Blue Eye, actually, it's a book written by Toni Morrison. Uh, she's been around for decades. This book, this book, I believe it's 15, 20 years old. Um, I can only refer to two pages because I didn't read the book. Um, we have an, uh, coordinators that are investigating the different libraries. We have like three different teams. Um, this book is sickening. It's one of many, many, many books that are available from K through 12. And in this book, page 162 and 163, if you like a copy of it, you can email me at taskforcefreedom at AOL, and I'll send you a copy of these pages. It explicitly <clears throat> describes the sexual assault, the rape, the penetration of a toddler oh, in oh. details. I'm a former police officer, <clears throat> and I've seen a lot of things. I've never in my life read anything like this. This is available to children to, to read. Seven, six, uh, six and seven-year-olds can go in and check out this book and read it. Now, why, mm -hmm. why would they do that? Why, would why, they do you think, make it why do you think? Okay, for a child to read this type of filth. Right. They're evil. They belong in prison. You, you. So you, why do you think they're doing this? Because they're doing this all over the country, not just and even in very, very conservative states all across the country in Wyoming, everywhere. People are finding pornography and sexually explicit books while they ban Mr. Potato Head and Mark Twain. They yes. put pornography on school shelves. Why do you think they're I, doing that? I, frankly, I believe it is. Uh, it is a systemic plan, a, a diabolical plan to destroy our country. If you destroy the youth, if we, if we turn boys into girls and girls into boys, um, we cannot reproduce. If you want to destroy a country 20, 30, 40 years from now, make it so they don't reproduce. If you want to destroy children, as a police officer, most of the streetwalkers, the prostitutes, most of them had issues with being exposed to sexually explicit information or, or mm -hmm. um, exposure. Or have been sexually abused. Or, or abused as a child. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it is sexual abuse. If I give this book, if I, if I were to take this book and I read it to a uh, second grader and we're standing in the school parking lot, in Colorado, that's a second, um, a, a phase two misdemeanor. And it's a, you'll do a year in prison. Yeah. I take that very same book, and this is the laws in Colorado. I take that very same book into the library, read it to this child, and it's nothing. Nothing will happen to me. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I saw a meme today. It seems absolutely uh, petty, but it's not. Someone wrote a meme that said, you know, if you talk about sex in your adult uh, uh, place at work, you will be accused of sexual harassment and making it an uncomfortable uh, workplace. But if you talk right. about sex to a five-year-old and tell them there is no boy and there is no girl, that's okay. 
Yeah. I mean, there, there are other books that have illustrations, and this is how these demons get away with it. Because yeah. if you take a, a photograph, an actual picture, and put it in these books depicting a, a man giving fellatio to a child, you're going to prison. Mm-hmm. If you take that same depiction and make it an illustration, it is nothing. And you can they put seem it in a to want, They seem to want to normalize uh, criminality, sexual yes. depravity, and the like. And you and I share this outrage. I want to shift gears a little bit and take some time to ask you, what is it that keeps you going, that has given you the courage to stand up and stand up against an entire school board and school system, encouraging parents to take them, their kids out of public school. What keeps you going? And what do you think uh, people need to hear about mental toughness? The, The first thing I would say is number one, I believe in God and I believe that I am protected. And we as men, men, listen to me, Clearly, we as men, we are supposed to protect our wife, our kids, and our country. God is holding us to that standard, not the state, not the federal government. We're being held to that standard by God Almighty. And if you fail to do that, you have to answer to him. And so my courage, part of it comes from suffering. You can fight through many things. The more suffering you can go through, the stronger your sword will be. Mm. And so I've been through suffering, and I'm Mm -hmm. okay with looking at a city councilman. I'm okay with looking at the president, the former president of the United States, Barry Obama. He's a Marxist moron. He hated this country. You call them for what they are. And so you have to stand up and speak the truth. And in speaking the truth, protect the children. When they say that the children are our future, that's what it means. If we destroy them when they're six years old and they're 10 years old, what is our country going to be? So it's more than just, it's more than just being brave. It is knowing that there are people purposely harming a child. If you're standing in the Walmart parking lot and there's a grown man with a baseball bat, beating the snot of a mom and also hitting that two-year-old child. You're going to stand there and watch? Are you going to stand there and watch while the innocent gets harmed? No. I'm going to bring up this real quick, Karen, if I can. The the Uvalde shooting. I used to be a police officer. The Uvalde shooting. Those officers that stood in the hallway, they disgust me. And I hope these children haunt you for the rest of your life you were supposed to go in that door and you were supposed to get shot men you were supposed to take the bullet to save those children that's what you raised your right arm your right hand to god to say that i'm going to sacrifice my life so that the innocent can live and these morons stood in that hallway and they allowed these babies to be killed that is what courage says, I'm going to go when I know I'm going to get harmed. Mm -hmm. When I know, when everything in your body, when your physical body says, I don't want to die. But your mental attitude says, I'm not going to let that child be hurt. Well, that's where I am. And that's where these people, these evil ones, these criminals, these cockroaches, that's where they have a problem because there's many men just like me that are not going to tolerate these people doing this to these kids. Now, I'm not talking about physical harm to these people. They do belong in jail. What I'm saying is there are men like me throughout this country that are going to stop these cockroaches from hurting these kids. And I don't, I don't care if the cockroach is the governor, is the mayor, the city council, the school board. I don't care who they are. There are men just like me. Wrong is wrong. Tolerated. We have to wrap this up. I could listen to you for another hour. I'm going to have you back. Kane, the founder of Task Force Freedom uh, and Task Force Freedom at AOL.com. I just want to point out that there's an enormous connection here. Thank you for your words on on, uh, 
mental toughness, the masculinity that is being attacked is what allowed what you're referring to in, in yeah. Uvalde. We don't know everything that happened, but we do know that masculinity and people who are sheepdogs yeah. like yourself are under attack. So there'll be fewer of them to protect the innocent. Yeah. God right. love you, Kane. Thank you so Thanks. much. Is there anything else people can find you other than task force freedom at AOL.com? Yeah. We're also on Facebook task force right. freedom. One word on Facebook. I hope we can clone you. That's what we need to do. Thank you so much, Kane, for joining us, and uh, Godspeed to you. We'll talk again. Thank you. Thank you. uh, So we're going to take a quick break. When we we come back, we're going to talk about what's happening in China. I was asking God through prayer, seeking a good news source. I believe he showed me the Epic Times. I delivered the mail and came across an issue. The front page intrigued me and I subscribed. Now I cut out articles and give them to friends and family. I leave old issues at the library and around my community. We read it to our kids and love the positive messages in each article. So why do I think everyone should read the Epic Times? Because they're bringing back traditional values to this great country. Share healthcare. How can I help? help? I missed the deadline. Um, what deadline? The healthcare deadline. I'm locked out. We don't have any deadlines at Share Healthcare. You can enroll with us at any time. Oh, but can I afford it? Share Healthcare programs start at one forty nine a month. Less than five dollars a day. Can I keep my doctor? Absolutely. Pick your own doctor and hospital. Amazing. How do I join? Just visit ShareHealthcare.com. ShareHealthcare.com. Sometimes you need a woman's opinion, especially if you're trying to do the impossible, which is to understand women. I'm not really comfortable talking about certain things with women I know or even with family members. I used to wish there was a smart woman who didn't know me, but who would care enough to give me good advice. Now there is. Ask Aunt Emma is for men only, but it's not therapy or phone dating. It's just wise advice. Is completely anonymous because you call and pay through liveadvice.com. So I decided to give it a try. I was amazed at Aunt Emma's insights. She gave me a lot to think about so I could decide what to do next. And maybe she can help you too. Find Ask Aunt Emma on Facebook or register at liveadvice.com and you can speak to her practically right away. Again, you can find Ask Aunt Emma on Facebook or you can register at liveadvice.com. Get the female perspective. Just ask Aunt Emma. Ask Aunt Emma is for men only. Must be 18 or older. What is dedication? I am the father of a nine-year-old little girl and a six-year-old little boy. And I find fatherhood both relentlessly challenging and relentlessly rewarding. My daughter is biological and my son is adopted. I love them both so much. From the morning when you wake up to putting them to bed at night and every moment in between, it really is so special. And boy, is it exhausting. One thing that I fear about being a parent is the future for my children. I think a parent's job is to protect our children, but also prepare them for the world so they become good, kind human beings. But I'm also hopeful that the future holds a more inclusive and compassionate world for them. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and catch the bus. Text and miss your stop. Wait, 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 wait. Text and be late to work. Sorry, I'm late. Text and work. Text and pretend to work. Text and act surprised when someone calls you out for not working. Who, me? Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Ugh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council.
Sign up for Karen's newsletter and read her columns at KarenCataline.com. Now back to Spouting Off with Karen Cataline. Welcome back, everyone, to Spouting Off. Remember, please do a lot more spouting off in your own life. And that means don't censor yourself. Say what's on your mind. Say what you feel passionate about, just like our previous guest and the one we're going to have on right now. So we're living in a time, yes, ladies and gentlemen, in which examples of Tiananmen Square are happening before our very eyes in communist China. Just this past week, we saw news break through the propaganda that uh, uh Chinese people were actually protesting because their life savings had been confiscated by the communist government and the communist government was cracking down on people for protesting. None other than our next guest is uh, more than qualified, been to China many times uh, to talk about it. His name is John D. Coons. He's the author of three previous published novels, including China Fortunes, Ballad of a Tin Man, and South of the Clouds. He writes stories derived from his personal experiences. He's lived and worked in Bougainville since 2015. We're getting him in the United States right now. Bougainville, you got to tell me where that is. Again, I forgot. John D. Coons, thank you for joining us here on Spouting Off. Hi, Karen. Good to talk to you again. Thanks for having me. All, always a pleasure. Bougainville is where? Bougainville is in the South Pacific. It's the largest of the Solomon Islands, which a lot of people have heard of because there was quite a lot of military action there in World War II. But Bougainville is not part of the country of the Solomon Islands. For one reason, and one reason only, and that is the gold and copper in Bougainville, which is prodigious. So uh-huh. they've been passed around over the centuries. They are currently part of Papua New Guinea, which uh-huh. is uh, uh, to the west. And uh, they're about, oh, a couple thousand miles north of Australia out in the South Pacific, but the Western Pacific region, if you will, what what Tremendous. the military people today call Indo-Pacific. Indo-Pacific. So, John, what is going on in China right now that you have insight in that we don't with these protests and then having those po- protests being put down because the government confiscated uh, people's life savings? Well, uh, Karen, first of all, I've done business in China since 1984. I'm I'm the first American to import Chinese hydroelectric turbine generators to use in power plants in the United States. I'm also the first American to build power plants in the the People's Republic of China. And then uh, before I went to Bougainville, uh, with uh, my business partner, a lady named Mary Fellows, we created uh, China Hydroelectric Corporation, which was the largest foreign-owned power company in the PRC before the government forced us to sell. That's another story. But uh, yeah, we're short on time, so give us the bottom line here on China and what's happening uh, there, because this is uh, an anathema what's, to what's Americans. What's happening is, the is uh, people have. The one thing that might cause revolution in China is the CCP, which is uh, the Chinese Communist Party, a, a large mafia-like organization, separating Chinese men and women from their hard-earned money. Okay, And, and that, that is the one thing you can't do in China, and it might overthrow the government. But, Karen, you've also got to realize stuff like this, in other words, Basically, people have deposited money in banks recently, and they the, the banks aren't letting them take their deposits out. Okay, in other words, there's been a run on banks in China recently. Similarly, uh, there's been a huge practice of uh, people committing to buy apartments. You got to remember, most investment in China is discouraged. So, one of the few things you can put your money into is real estate. So, everybody puts money into not only their own house, but they buy houses and rent them out and so forth. Well, over the last five to 
15 years, developers have been selling apartments in advance to people, taking deposits, and then delivering the the apartments later. But those developers spent money like drunken sailors. A lot of them are now going bankrupt. The people are realizing that they've spent all this money for an apartment that they may not ever receive. Both of those things are threatening the financial fabric of, of China in a way that we haven't seen a lot of in the past. Right. Um, just because we are so short on time, is this, are they the canaries in the coal mine for all of us? Um, we saw Trudeau threaten to do this very same thing to truckers in Canada, confiscating their money. Uh, what do we need to know about this? What do you want people to know, bottom line, uh, from this lesson here, not to pay, to pay attention? Well, look, I wish it was, let's say, a lesson that would pull down China, the China house because they're a, a corrupt, very dictatorial government. A lot of this has been happening for a while. I China, China has a huge military force. The CCP controls the banks. It controls the economy. So I'm not sure that we're going to learn anything from these events. What, what I can tell you is that uh, the Chinese economic system is, is not built on stability. It, it's built on a bunch of uneconomic tenants. And mm. sooner or later... That, that, that is going to spell collapse. We just don't know when it's going to be. And a lot of people have predicted malaise in the Chinese economy in the past, and, and they've been proven wrong. Yeah. John Coons, always a pleasure to have you. Uh, where can people get your book? They call me Ishmael. Uh, they, they can uh, go to my website, which is johndcoons.com, or they can buy it at... Uh, either my publisher's website, my publisher is Post Hill Press, and also, of course, they can get it from their favorite bookstore or Amazon. Very good. And his name is spelled Coons, K-U-H-N-S. You can find him on Amazon, John D. Coons. They call me Ishmael. Thank you so much for joining us here on Spouting Off. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Karen. Anytime. Talk to you soon. That's Bye-bye. great. Well, I want to give a special shout out and thanks to Don, uh, our, our producer here at BBS Radio, and everyone that makes this show possible. And uh, take a look out for or, or be on the lookout for a project that I am interested in learning more about and investigating it. I can hear from you. I would love to hear from you about what creates mental toughness, what keeps you going uh, so that you don't live your life in fear. If you have the curse of awareness, the curse of awareness that you understand what's going on in these great United States of America right now and you're witnessing it, what keeps you going? Uh, Karen Cataline, thank you for joining us here and keep on uh, spouting off.